Welcome back to The Daily Dose. I'm Fen. And this is Prayer, and today we have a very special guest. I say that every time, but all of our guests are special. <laughs> so we're with um, Hannah White today. Hannah, say hi. Hi, guys. And she is going to introduce herself a little bit. Yes, so, so excited to be here talking to you guys. But again, my name is Hannah White. I am a rising junior at uh, the University of South Carolina, double majoring in finance and marketing. And I'm involved in just a little bit. Um, I'm a university ambassador. I am in um, AKSI as well as Alpha Kappa Alpha Sword Incorporated. And then I am involved in student government. So was just recently elected as the student body vice president. And I truly do accredit all of my involvement to how great of experience I've had at the university. Um, and so, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Talk a little bit about what made you inclined to get involved in the orgs that you decided to um, pursue. Yeah, so I actually came to the university not knowing. All I did was go um, dance from like 7 a.m. to like midday, then do classes for a few hours, and then go back to dance for like five more hours. And that was my whole high school experience. And so I knew. Um, I actually went to New York for some time to dance, but then after doing dance for like nine hours a day, I was like, I don't think I want to do this as a career. So how, where do I go from here? So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to college, um, came to USC, and I knew because I always hated, my friends would like, do this or get involved in this or can you go here? And I'm like, no, I have dance. And I was like, okay, I have no excuse now. I'm going to say yes to everything. So I actually um, just came knowing that I wanted to implement change somehow. I didn't know what that was going to look like. And so the org fair, like many students, um, but actually I was, a lot of people don't know this, but I was shy. So I saw a bunch of people on Green Street. I'm like, ooh, I need to dodge that. So I tried to go on the walk and I was turned. My head was like facing the opposite direction. But then a university ambassador came up to me and was like, hey, hey, like she would not let me keep walking without getting her flyer. And I got the flyer and I was like, come to this info session um, to become an ambassador. And so I went. And I was like, okay, Hannah, this is like scary for you. You're literally gonna just, the job is to talk to random strangers. And so, but I went after it and became an ambassador. And then through that experience, I also applied to freshman council. So that's how I got involved in student government. And through those, I had those for my first semester of my freshman year. And um, they were very scary. I talked more than I've ever talked before. But through those, I was like, okay, I like this getting involved thing. I've met so many people that I would have never met if I wasn't involved in those organizations, which led me to get involved in Greek life in two different aspects. And so all of that coming together, um, like I said, I'm a rising junior. So I just came out of my sophomore year, which is kind of rare to be an exec at this time. Um, but I didn't see another outlet um, in order to implement change like I wanted to. So still, that was the goal. I knew um, that when I became an ambassador because I saw there wasn't a lot of representation. So there wasn't a lot of people that looked like me or just anyone else from a stereotypical image. And so I was like, when it comes to trying to find your home for the next four years where you want to spend your time, it, representation matters and feeling as if you belong truly matters. And so that doesn't come without kind of relating to um, 
individuals. And so that's why I started it. I got involved in the recruitment process, but then I was like, what's another outlet? And so um, I probably will talk about this a little bit later, but then Izzy and I um, decided to run and that's how, that's how we got here. Yeah, so I did student government my freshman year, and the following year when you interviewed, I was on that selection committee, and I don't think I interviewed you or we would be friends by now. Um, yeah. <laughs> I remember when we were doing like the final selections, like you had your picture come up because they like took a picture of you, and everyone raved about your interview to the point where I was like, wow, I need to meet this girl. Like, if she's all that, like, I want to be friends with her. And it's actually really funny because one of the people on our team, Caroline, actually also interviewed for freshman council and she didn't get it because she wasn't diverse enough um, or whatever but I really really liked her I liked her a lot because she reminded me a lot of myself and so when I wanted to start a podcast um, I didn't know anything about her other than her first name and her last name but I really liked her energy so I went to like our directory found her email and emailed her and I said hey like I don't know if you remember me but I interviewed you and I loved you um, and I think you have great potential for being in student leadership on campus do you want to get coffee and talk about it and she said yes and now she's one of my closest friends so oh my gosh out of your way and like doing kind things like that usually ends up in something good I would say so yeah even now like you going from um freshman council and then although you didn't um see yourself continuing the student government becoming a student leader in this aspect to where you started your own thing like I commend you guys so much for this not even using like I was wondering, I was looking for like a Garden Media logo, group logo, and I'm like, no, this is like, oh no. <laughs> nope. Like, this, this is all themselves. Like, I was like, oh, this is impressive. Yeah, no, we have our own studio. I actually do research on campus in the psychology department. And oh. the teacher that I do it under is like one of those like cool high school friend teachers. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like those yeah. people I go into. And he's like super hip and stuff. And um, he just so happened to have like a whole full-blown studio in his um, lab. So now we just use that. Oh my gosh, look how things work out. That's kind of pretty cool. <laughs> so what's your goal with the, the podcast, the student government podcast? You just want to branch out to talk to students or talk about problems going on around campus? Yeah, so it started as we campaigned as just a masterclass series. And then through that, we've just, or um, it was going to go into the vice president's office. And so my staff and I have just been wondering how to do that, especially since the pandemic has occurred. Um, so we were going to use the podcast outlet, but then have live events where people can watch the live recording, of course. Um, and so that is how it was going to be set up. We're still trying to figure out how to do the live aspect since the pandemic has happened. And yeah. so um, we actually just had a podcast-a-thon where we partnered with another student um, student podcast, and uh, it was me and Lyric. I don't know if you guys have heard of yeah. Lyric, but we were on live for 24 hours, and we had guests in and out. So we had like Don Staley, Mayor Steve Benjamin, um, President Castlin came on, um, Perry Orth, Ryan Holinsky, like a bunch of people just came on throughout the time. But it was ready to raise money for the COVID-19 relief fund. But the overall goal of 1801 Live is just to partner with student organizations in order to bring back um, alumni and distinguished speakers to talk to specific groups of campus. Um, hopefully to reach out to as many students, as many groups um, on campus as we can in order for them to feel included or get something from the community that we have. 
because a lot of people do not know how big um, and connected we are being a part of USC. Like we have a huge network connection. Mm-hmm. If you use it to your advantage, you can, there's no limits. And so that's really the goal of it. It's called 1801 Live, but we're fairly new. We actually started during the pandemic. So we've only known Zoom. So right. it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But um, we're just taking it by ear. But it's very cool on my end as a vice president to be the host. So I just get to meet so many people, learn more about student orgs and um, alumni. And um, I also love seeing how, so it's like I'm the host, but also we have a representative from the student organization and then the alumni. So it's like a three-way, kind of like this, but it's like I'm the one host and the two guests. But it's really cool to see how sometimes like the student gets so passionate and so excited to where like they have their own questions. So I just sit back and I'm like, wow. I mean, I really don't know what to say because they have their own, like those were my questions, but you know, it's just great to see it go full circle, but I'm excited to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. So is, was it 24 hours straight? Like you just did that? Are you kidding? So you sat beside your laptop for 24 hours straight? 24 hours straight. Oh, we wow. actually- all nighter and like an all day thing I can't imagine doing that if I wasn't doing like a Harry Potter marathon or something like that <laughs> to you. that's awesome oh my it was God. so hard well and it was weird because Lyric had she was doing the cap the caffeinated um version so she was just going on caffeine for 24 hours okay. but I knew caffeine does not settle right with me like it, I crashed and so I was like okay I'm gonna try to do like natural methods so I looked up like natural energy boosters, whatever, and it like water, apples, I saw dark chocolate, and I did that for a couple hours, and then when that 3 a.m., 4 a.m. mark hit, I was like, this is not working. Like, did you make it? Fall out. I made it, I made okay. it. I actually used this, I, uh, um, it's called muscle, it's like muscle something, probably not that healthy for you, but it helped, it, it helped worked in the time of need, yes. That's all probably shouldn't do it every day, but it was, it, I got it from GNC, I think it's like a a muscle healer like if you go to the gym and you work yourself um too hard it helps your muscles rebuild or something like that but it also gives you energy mm-hmm. so um yeah i found it in my dad's stash he takes that before he goes to the gym and i was like hey he said wow. this gives him energy and it gave him energy i'm excited <laughs> to listen to it i can't wait to yeah. see it mm-hmm. yeah we had um we had students alumni and then just cool speakers and oh we had students alumni and then future usc so usc 24 also uh-huh. came on oh, and so um we don't have we had over 68 guests but we just got we made five different episodes of like the primary guests that would still fit in the theme of 1801 live so like um perry or president cast and don staley things of that nature but still had a great time talking to everyone <laughs> right that's awesome. So obviously your campaign ended in a success. So congratulations. Um, but could you maybe talk to what that a process was like for you? It was, it was, it was a different experience. I would not trade it for the world. I learned so much from it. But also, I mean, I would be lying if I said it wasn't draining and exhausting. I got to meet so many people, um, which is typical, but. Just even, I think it goes back to how I even got involved in deciding to run. So funny story, if you would have asked me at the beginning of my sophomore year that I was going to be running in a few months, I would have laughed so hard. I, I was like, you're really? Yes, I was like, you're kidding. Um, actually, I didn't even know if I was sticking um, with student government, to be honest. I was kind of, I got mm-hmm. a lot from it. So freshman council learned a lot. Um, 
but I was like, okay, I want to teach these skills and I probably would use them in other outlets on campus, kind of like how you guys did. Like I wanted to maybe do my own thing. But then um, I was on Sophie Davis and Lyric Swinton's campaign and Sophie ended up winning vice president. And so she asked me to apply for her staff. And I was like, I don't know, but after thinking about it, I applied and then I got a position on her staff. Still after that, love the position, love the staff. Shout out to Dream Team if you're listening to this because they're the best. Um, I still was like, okay, it's two years now, but it's two years and I'm okay. Like I can move on and do some bigger things. Again, I was in university ambassadors in order to bridge that gap between my representation. So I was like, hmm, maybe I can become like recruitment captain and help diversify ambassadors. But I got a call from Izzy um, right after I got out of like this biological um, science exam so hard anyway but it was the day before fall break and I was like okay that's if I get if I just can get through this exam I can do anything you know how that is with some things and she called me and she's like hi and I was like hey Izzy how are you because we met because we're in the same university ambassador cohort so we've always known each other um through that we've always been friends through that and so I was like I wonder if something's okay or she probably just wanted to catch up or want me to take over her shift for one day and she was like, yeah, well, I just want to let you know, like, I'm running for student body president. And I was like, ah, oh, because I always knew she was going to run. Like, that's just how it is. I was right. like, oh, my gosh, yes, I will definitely wear your sticker and button. If you need me to table, I will table for you. Like, you got it. You're going to win. We're going to make sure you win. And she was like, that's amazing. Like, thank you. I really do appreciate it. But um, I'm running for president, but I'm not running unless you're my vice president. Oh, Wow. Oh, that's, that's a bit of an ultimatum right there. I was like, and I know we always laugh about this because that was really my, that was my, like, I know a lot of people would be like, absolutely. I was like, oh, if you stop playing with me, like. <laughs> Did it take a while for you to say yes or? It took a while yeah. for me to say yes. And then once I said yes, it took another month for me to stop going back and forth. What was the main thing that like was tearing you away from saying yes? Fear. Um, I'm very analytical, so I think of the worst situations yeah. that happened. I know that there was a debate that's involved in this. I know it took like yes, I'm I love giving tours, but I know it took standing in front of hundreds of people every day, um, multiple times a day, um, trying to pitch yourself, pitch your ideas to make the university a better place. And I had those ideas. I just didn't know if like I would get the support. In order to do them so like anyone i know it sounds like shallow now like why don't you just go for it but like anyone i was like what if what if people don't accept who i am or what i have to say you know mm -hmm. um and then also like i'm a sophomore so i'm like i mean people i don't know if people would think like i mean this is my second year well 1.5 years in do i even know what i'm doing you know um so going back and forth with that I, again it was before fall break so I called like half of the university during fall break and I'm like so what do you think like and be honest with me because do not do not let me go out here and then look crazy so like be honest is this my time or no should I not do this um and overall I got a yes you should and so and so I said yes but also um I was um in the process of trying to pledge the sorority that I'm in right now. And so it was just a lot going on. So I was like, okay, 
yes, I said, after thinking, I was like, okay, I cannot let fear, because when it came down to it, the only thing that was pulling me away is fear, and I always told myself, that was the one thing that I told myself before coming into the university, like, if the one thing that's stopping you is fear, then that means that you definitely should do it, and so, and it sucked, it's like, oh my gosh, no, but I was like, okay, this is the one thing that's stopping me, fears, and what if, so I have to do it. So I told Izzy, I was like, I'm all in, but you just have to give me some time to get through this process, and then, um, and then we can go. So um, with MPHC organizations, we have a probate. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's basically once you're done with your process, you basically have like a celebration um, and a presentation to like the whole community. So it's bigger than just even your college campus. Um, in order to show that you're now affiliated with that organization. So Izzy actually came to my probate and then the next day we were in meetings like six times, six times a day um, prepping. It was like six months before even the two weeks happened that we were planning wow. on running. Yeah. yeah, it seems like it's exhausting. Like the campaign process and just, you know, going around and talking to everybody. I know you talked to my fraternity and um, I know you probably talked to plenty other organizations and stuff so I'm sure it got to the point where you were just exhausted right or yeah. did you just continue to have a lot of energy no? um AZ's better AZ's better um than I am when it comes to energy and just being perky all the time like right. she has it down to a T and I always like we always joke like she has campaigning down to a T I had to I had to try so hard to even be half on her level when it comes to campaigning because really campaign you know just having the smile on all the time um energy everywhere just so i thought she was so personable and just lovable and i'm like oh, I, don't, I don't i i don't know like it's just in her it's innate i'm like i right. how do i get there so she was always very encouraging and then i would try my best um it it, it worked a little bit i mean yeah. i, I I bet, I hope. Um, oh, it definitely but, worked. <laughs> but um, it was also, I mean, if I can be honest, being the only, like, black person running um, and then being a black woman as that. So I know you said even, like, your fraternity heard me speak, and I don't even know the opinions, but just me going up in front of, like, a lot of IFC fraternities, I like, sometimes I felt as if um, I didn't know. I was like, oh, are they actually listening to me? Or if I'm going to be honest, also, when um, we would present, uh, specifically when it comes to like going into those rooms, it would be like, so here's Izzy and her friends, and they're gonna talk about the Envision campaign, or here's Izzy and others, and this is what we're gonna do, you know? And I know yeah. it was nothing like, like just, you know, coming out to get me, but it was small things like that that would kind of like them, mm -hmm. my self esteem and confidence, like, am I even worth like being? by any side or even running like is it my time or like do they see me as even a candidate or is it just like a part of izzy's you know yeah. izzy's campaign um Besides so things that. like that yeah things like that got to me but overall um the support was unbelievable not even just from usc like i got so many messages from universities all over the nation executive officers all over the nation past exec officers that um were elected here at USC um and so that that really kept me going but 
kind of like prayer. I deleted social media. A lot of people don't know that. I deleted social media during the camp, um, campaign, especially Twitter. And that's another thing. Izzy could do the campaign thing, but also could be full-fledged on social media. Um, I was like, I cannot. So, you know, there's polls on Twitter and everything, and especially after the debate. Um, a lot of people like to talk about their views and everything, and Izzy could do that and still cope and be okay. I I saw one thing, and it's crazy because you see so many tweets of like, good job, amazing, this is great, this is great. I saw maybe one or two like negative things out of so many, like the timeline went on about positivity, and it's crazy how those two things, those were the only things that I can really remember. So I was right. like, okay, this is not healthy. Probably I need to work on this myself, but until I can figure that out, just cancel it out and just focus on um, what we're trying to accomplish. But yeah, right. I think I answered, did I answer your question? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, that's that's definitely something that we've talked about before about social media is like, you can get a ton of positive comments and feedback, but then you get that criticism or the, the like negative feedback and it just cuts a little deeper and can definitely hurt. Um, what was your, I mean, I, I remember your campaign and your speech, but um, like, what, what do you think you and Izzy have talked about, like maybe eliminating from our campus atmosphere? And like, what do you think is the main issue on our campus that you'd like to deal with over the next year? Um, I think we were big advocates on just um, collaboration, being connected, um, allyship. So, when it comes to USC, um, some might differ, or I have had a different experience because I've been involved in so many different parts of campus. But really, if you think about it, it's kind of divided. Even with student government, a lot of people have a stigma with student government. Student government is for student government, that elitist group, they're up here and they just think they're up here and everyone else is down there. And that's a problem in and of itself, um, as well as just uh, overall campus. So even Greek life, you know, there's Greek village and then there's NPHC, there's multicultural organizations, professional organizations, how to collaborate on that level, and then just student organizations as a whole. Um, that was one thing that Izzy and I um, really wanted to implement some um, aspects in order to bridge that gap in any of our platform points. So whether it's campus convenience or um, anything that we ever said, we want to make sure that, that is implemented in that. And so in order to do that, I guess it came back to even who do we have on our team in order to accomplish the goal of getting elected and implement these ideas. And a lot of our team was actually, um, one, very young. So a lot of our team was actually freshmen because, wow. I mean, really, they have the whole four years to order. If we cannot implement every single thing that we've said, there's legacy left behind us to where they have the same morals, the same values, to where they're going to try their hardest throughout their time to implement stuff even when we're not here. Um, as well as we didn't have that many people that were involved in student government. So we had new faces, um, new individuals who are just in different organizations on campus do not know a clue about what student government is. Just overall want the University of South Carolina to be a better place, have a few ideas on how that can be accomplished and they would give us those ideas in order for them to be implemented. So we knew that it was a risk because, I mean, a lot of people in the past, not a lot of campaigns have done that. I don't think any actually when it comes to really tapping into one freshman pool and then two, just getting people um, outside of student government on their core staff. They try to bring them in once it's time to vote, you know, and table. But as far as this decision making, 
what goes into the platform, what points you want to implement, they don't really include them in that process. Um, and so that's a problem. And so we saw that and we made sure that our team was very diverse in the fact of not just race, we didn't, not just race, but just diverse in, is this team made up of people who are already in student government, the student government that everyone has a problem with, the student government that everyone thinks is elitist? That's a problem, you know? Right. Um, so I think that's where it all started. And I think that is where we are trying to bridge that gap of just collaboration. So now with our core team being involved in so many things, um, we're kind of redoing the value or re- um, recreating what everyone thinks is student government. So that, I think that was the, also the big thing that we love to see. Um, the excitement behind, I'm excited for what you guys all are doing. It's kind of like we tore down that stigma of student government is this, you know, a bad mm -hmm. connotation with student government. And now everyone's excited to where, I might not know exactly what student government is, but because of this team, because of their platform, because of all that they did, um, I feel like there is hope for what it's going to be. And so hopefully we've shown that it's not just um, one agenda um, through the podcast-a-thon. Even through um, the pandemic right now, we're trying so hard to reach the student body plan to um, have the best experience possible while trying to maintain the health of everyone. It, it's hard, but um, with that, we're trying to keep everyone in the loop, ask people, um, and really emphasize the goal of the student body is the main priority for student government. It's not student government versus student body, student government over the student body. It's a collaborative effort and we only can do our job if we are in collaborating and if we're advocating for everyone else. And it's common like student government, it's like I'm political science or I'm psychology, but then pre-law track, you know, things of that nature. So I'm buying into marketing. Um, mm -hmm. I actually have an internship this summer with EY. They made it virtual now, but a financial internship. So that I'm, I'm literally all out of my box. And I think that's another cool thing about how I, I got elected. That was another thing that scared me. Cause I'm like, people are going to be like, what, what does she know? Like she just got here. She's not on a free law track. Like who is she governing? And like, okay, <laughs> they might have a point, but I really just, um, I, I feel like I've seen so much in the 1.5 years that I was here through ambassadors, through being involved in Greek life, um, AKSI, um, AKA, and just meeting people. Like I, I received so many experiences. And this was another thing that made me think, okay, this is not just a coincidence. I have to try. Um, I was able to meet so many past former um, student body presidents and vice presidents. So even, um, um, while in Columbia, but also I happened to go to New York um, over the summer, last summer, and I met with the former student body president in New York, so she took it, she took me and Lyric out to dinner, had a dinner, um, talked about her experiences, and um, it's crazy to see everything come into full circle, because she created some initiatives, and I'm still trying to figure out how we're going to implement them in the pandemic. I'm like, wow, I really could just call the person who actually made the initiative and see what their thoughts are. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, it was, it's really, really, it's really cool. And you talked about um, getting student, like, especially freshmen involved, like, in your campaign and getting them on your team and in student government. Um, but what was it, did you have, like, a time before you joined the ambassadors your freshman year that you were kind of confused or lost? 
at all, like not knowing what you wanted to do with your college experience? Yes. I still have those. As yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Well, you never I, know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have those all of the time. It's funny. And that's another thing that goes back to social media. Like we only post highlights when we have mm-hmm. it all together. We don't post our breakdowns or right. like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Cause especially like, uh, we're just going by day by day at mm-hmm. this point. Um, but especially during freshman year, absolutely. I was always like, what am I doing enough? Should I get involved? Um, is this going towards like what I want to do in the future? Is it just me getting involved? Also, there's a, there's a thin line when you're confused and you don't, and you feel as if you don't know what your purpose is to where you try to throw yourself in anything and everything just to feel something, just to feel as if I'm getting involved, I belong, I'm somebody. Um, and so I, I kind of went through that too, where I'm like, am I just trying to go after everything or get involved in everything that I got a flyer from, from the organization fair, just to feel like I'm part of this school. So mm-hmm. I had a moment where I had to back out. I kind of had to back out of everything. I was like, whoa, what's my priorities? What do I really want to do? And what do I really enjoy? Um, and so after doing that, um, I really wanted to emphasize or make university ambassadors um, a priority as well as for freshman council. Um, I know that you were involved too. At freshman council was very, it, it is what you made it. And I know you can probably say that too for yourself. So did it have, um, maybe it was us not knowing exactly, or me not knowing exactly what it was going into it specifically, but I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't as, it, it didn't happen how I expected. Not saying I still got so many skills out of it, um, so many friendships out of it, but it just wasn't what I expected. And so um, going through that and trying to make it into something that I could actually gain something out of. Um, and then now using that experience to like revamp freshman council. So it's not even under the presence anymore. It's under me. I'm like, yes. Now That's I cool. know like the issues that I was like, I don't know what in the world happened here. But let's just fix that or let's change that or let's make a specific strict agenda, you know, things of that nature. Um, It's kind of cool, which I think that is why we get in those situations of feeling lost, uncertain. Um, And I know, I know some people probably have those epiphany moments where they're lost, uncertain, and it's clear the next day. I'm one of those, it's like five years, 10 years down the line. This all makes sense now. And so Mm. I feel like that was one of those moments. And so now implementing the change I'm like okay it's under me we're gonna fix this to where this can actually be the outlet to where freshmen can get involved they can advocate for their freshman class make that clear that that's the whole agenda of freshman council it's not specifically professional development although you will get professional development skills and things of that nature um it's not specifically programming because we student government is more than programming it's um, advocating on behalf of your freshman class. And so emphasizing that, making sure that there's a strict curriculum, um, I thought that would have never been able to happen. I would just be like, yeah, let's just do it how we've always been doing it. If I didn't have that kind of, what am I doing here moment, um, freshman year. But just with anything, I feel like in a world with social media, with everything that's going on, we post all of our accomplishments. Even if you feel like you're doing stuff right, you go on social media, you see someone have like now they just won two awards or they have this prime time job or going to like Harvard and it's like oh maybe I'm not doing enough Mm -hmm. so stop comparing um 
yourself to others. That's what I had to learn. That's what I'm still learning. And I have to battle every day to not compare myself to anyone else. Um, we're all on our own track. Um, and although, again, it's not even something you can just say and then move on. Like, it's a daily battle. Like, I limit my social media. Although I have it, I limit it still because I know that sometimes I can just scroll and then it's, it was 9 a.m. and it's 5 p.m. and it's like, hey, this is unhealthy. So limiting social media, making sure that I'm on my own track, um, using it for a good purpose. So also, I, I, I don't know if anyone else is like this, but I battle on what social media really is for. So um, at one point, is it like, is it for looking cute? Or I know some people, I feel like it's just a like balance. So some people use it to look cute. Some people to show like how they're having a great time at USC and some people showing all their accolades. And I'm like, is there a mix? of the three or you have to choose one outlet like I'm I was so confused I still am kind of like I don't know how to figure this out but using my social media more to reach out make connections I met my mentor through sliding in DMs but um just DM, direct messaging her um got coffee and now she's one of my um mentors that I really do value I met so many other execs through student um student government at other um institutions I met other former student execs, um, endless amount of connections through just using it as a platform, not stressing certain things. If I want to say something, then I'll write a note and then post it. It gets likes, okay. If it doesn't, okay. I, I had to write what I wanted to write and I wanted y'all to see it. So if you didn't want to see it, then block me. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's what I would say. Yeah. A lot of um, Instagram and just like, social media in general for me like I always see people being like succeeding in whatever they're doing and sometimes it can make you feel bad about yourself or like what you're doing but for me I think a lot of it motivates me more to be more successful because it just makes me want to work harder and be better than them so do you think you I mean that could be the same for you but where do you get your motivation from like to work harder or join more organizations like is there some goal that you chase or is it just I just want to be the best it's I can. Not, um, it's not even about joining organizations. So like I'm, 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 I'm a junior. I'm probably not going to join another organization. Um, yeah, I'm good. I have <laughs> the ones that I'm in. I uh, love them so much, but I'm not going to add something else onto that. It's more of coming of accomplished. I want to, I want to graduate and know that, I accomplished the goal of implementing some change. I know that's like a cliche type of thing, but I can look back and say like, I came in saying, hey, there's not a lot of representation um, in one of the most like legit um, programs or um, organizations on campus. Now, certain amount of percentage, we just had the most diverse co cohort um, being recruited and they're now university ambassadors. Um, I created an African-American history tour of campus, and now it's being implemented at the visitor center. Um, student government was once this elitist organization. If you're in student government, you're all about student government, and the rest could care less. Now everyone is involved or just feels some type of connection to student government and understand what it's about. Um, Greek unity, like it's not just this versus this and this and this, and I don't know about all of them over there, but I know about my organization. It's like, I might not know everything about everyone, but I know that they're all cool and yeah, we can partner in some ways or we can collaborate. We can have fun in some ways, you know, things of that nature. 
and even more so than what I did, making sure that I turn around and I see all the people behind me, those freshmen that were on my campaign, now are the student leaders, they're running the university or they're helping others get their agenda across or they now have mentees to where they're training people behind them to implement change however they see fit um, or whatever their passions may be in order to spark um, a better USC. So I think it's more of just, I want to leave a legacy. I want the place that gave me so much that allowed me to be me, allowed me to go out of my comfort zone um, to leave it better than what it was. Yeah, and that's a goal for really any freshman. That's a good message for anybody coming into U of SC, just trying to find your place and leave a mark, I guess. Right? Yeah, it's not going to be first. It's not going to be the first week of school. Mm -mm. Not even the first year, forward. probably. It's not going to be the first year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's different for everyone. So don't put a time on it because that will mess you up too because then it's two weeks up and you don't know what you're doing like right. that's okay but then you, you have this thing in your head right. and the world is about to end no yeah especially especially the epiphany that you were talking about like some people like you say it's like five years ten years down the line you're gonna have this epiphany of like this is what I'm my purpose right and some people are like maybe they can have it in their freshman year like this is my purpose in life and I'm gonna do this major and switch from whatever or it's like senior year and you are, I am not in the right major and I'm about to graduate. I mean, it, it can be scary, but just, it happens, know, it happens yeah. and don't, it happens to everyone, honestly. I have no idea. I, I mean, yes, I have these internships and everything. I feel like this is a podcast where I can be myself. Like I, I feel like that's what oftentimes that like, this feeling should be felt in any interview in any podcast, wherever you're going, which it sucks that it's not, but, mm -hmm. um, I don't know 100%. I don't know at all what I want to do after I graduate. Like, yes, I have a finance internship. I'm financing marketing. But as I go on, I'm like, is this what I want to do? I don't know. So, and then my best friend, Lyric, um, she is sports entertainment management, but she is now a, um, she is now part of a political firm. So, political wow. organizing firm. So, you know, you really, you know. even if you graduate with some degree, you could go a totally different track and be successful and be okay. You know, I feel like, and that's another thing, there's no timeline because that is college. Like, it's not just you get a diploma. You just figure out. And even if you don't figure it out in college, at the end when you graduate, you just know, hey, I've been through a lot. Um, I've had a lot of epiphanies, ups and downs, turns. You remember when I thought I liked science and now I like English? Maybe I'm not all the way there yet, but just having those monumental moments, I'm getting somewhere. Like, I'm getting somewhere. Right. Yeah. You were preaching on all sorts of choirs over here. <laughs> but everything you said, like, it's all very relevant. Tell me what diversity means to you. Um, simply put, different. It just means different. So I feel like diversity has just become this, like, big buzzword. Um, and it's like, we need more diversity. And I mean, if you're using the right connotation, yes, I do agree. In many cases, we do need more diversity, but it's more of inclusivity. Diversity is already here. We're diverse in different ways. If we look alike, we're diversity in how our backgrounds came. If we don't look alike, we're diverse in that aspect. Diversity is already here. It's just how are we going to use those differences in order to show people that they belong because you're different, show people that they matter because they're different, and that we value your opinion 
because you're different. Um, so that's where diversity and inclusion go hand in hand. And that's where a lot of people get confused as in we just need more diversity and more diversity, but having more people that are different, that's not gonna solve the problem if you don't include them as well. And so um, that's what I believe diversity is, just being different, being unique, but um, it becomes important when we add the inclusivity aspect to where you're included because of who you are. Um, well, we appreciated you having on the podcast. I think everything you said is going to be extremely valuable to whoever's listening, whether they're coming into school, leaving school, in school, even if you're an adult, I think it's, I think it can all apply. Um, just, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say or advice to those people that are listening out there? Um, I hope you guys took something from this. Um, if you're coming into, uh, USC, I'm so excited for you. It's going to be a journey. Like we said, you might not know you, actually, you will not know everything. I'm just going to say it to you. If someone hasn't yet, you will not know everything, but that is okay because we all do not know everything and we're all trying to figure out our own path. But, um, and if you are already there, if you're already here, um, we're going to make it through this pandemic one way or another. It might look a little bit different, but we are going to do the best that we can. This is one of those moments where we do not know everything, but we're going to make do with what we have, the knowledge that we have. But I'm so happy that I was invited on here. This is kind of like a therapy session. Like, uh, I talked about the past you year feel of my release. life. <laughs> it was fun. I'm so excited um, to see you spend in the fall and to um, talk to you more. All right, guys. Well, with that, we're going to conclude this episode and we will catch you in the next one. All right. Peace.